Welcome to the Leadership Mindset Podcast with me, Tony Brooks, where we look to revolutionize your leadership mindset by changing how you think and see your world, enabling you to do the right things and grow significantly as a leader. Welcome to the final episode of Leadership Mindset Podcast Series for 2022. What I thought I'd do at the end of 22 is give you some thoughts and ideas on reflecting, setting direction for the next year and growing uh, throughout 2023. So there's a fair few parts to this, really. And I know it's a little bit cliched at the turn of the year to set New Year's resolutions and reflect on the year, but... They are pinnacle points, aren't they? And I must admit, my own business year runs from September to August. So I tend to do a lot of reflecting in August and setting direction. But I still like to do it at the end of the calendar year as well, as I'm sure a lot of you do as well. Now, the first thing is, is to do that reflection piece. It's been an incredibly challenging year globally, hasn't it, with everything that's gone on this year, COVID remaining, uh, the the war in Ukraine with Russia, cost of living crisis, economic and political upheaval through the year. It's been um, an incredible year, really. We keep thinking, I guess, that um, we've had uh, really difficult, challenge, challenging years and then another one comes along with even bigger challenges. So I think it's even more important to do the reflection piece from a personal basis. And I'd really like to go and sit in a coffee shop, which I'll be doing on the 19th of December with my book and just journal about the year and particularly to celebrate some of the good things that have happened through the year, both personally and professionally. And no matter how challenging a year it's been, there will be some good stuff to dig in there and celebrate. And you'll have heard me speak about this before, but I'm a great believer that we don't take enough note of the things that we've achieved, the good things, the good things about where we are currently. And so I would really encourage you to do that. Pick up a notebook and just reflect on the year. It, it, see what lessons come out of it as well. There's, there's so much to be learned from reflecting. And also, I every year I send out a reflection worksheet to my clients with a number of questions, some that are qualitative in nature and some quantitative, so some are like scoring, but others, some really simple questions like what's working well for you at the moment or what's worked well over the past 12 months? What's not working so well for you at the moment? Where, where are your challenges? Where are the gaps? Where are the things that need to be resolved? What are your biggest learnings? And then some score ones as well, which are interesting around what would you score yourself out of 10 for success at the moment for fulfillment and then also happiness as well? And how can you move yourself closer to a 10, depending on where your scores are? And there's a whole raft of other questions in there. And please feel free to pop me a message. You can email me at um, tony at thetonybrooks.com if you'd like a copy of that or find me on LinkedIn, pop, pop me a DM. More than happy to share that reflection worksheet with you if you want to get something to help structure your reflections because there are a whole raft of questions in there that will just help you reflect and start to set your direction. In fact, there are 21 questions throughout the documents. I just shared a few examples there. So, Feel free to let me know if you want a copy uh, and I'll send that across. So there you go. That reflection process, whether you do it more informally, like I was saying, with just a book and just making some notes 
or actually you do it in a more structured way using some questions like the ones I've got in my reflection worksheet. I'll be doing, um, I'll be doing combining both as I get to the end of the year. And because I'm a big reflector throughout the year, uh, what many of you may know is each day I capture at least five good things about the day. And then at the end of each month, I pick the sort of highlights of the month. One of the really nice things I'll be doing is going through the year and looking at um, my monthly sheets and again, just picking back up on some of the really great things that have happened through the year. I must admit for me personally, the first two or three months of the year were challenging from a business perspective, but I got married in February, which was a really nice part to it. But business wise, I've had a really great um, about eight or nine months since that time. So I had a really tough start, but then it picked up. And, and there were lots of really great things that I want to take note of because I think, I, like all of us, I get to the end of the year and my survival psychology, uh, again, a big topic for me, my survival psychology will be picking up still on where are the things that uh, still need sorting, need resolving. And, and we are we, we are wired to look for the flaws, the problems, the things that need solving. So. What we're doing is addressing that by looking at some great things to celebrate and the wins and the achievements through the year as well, and the growth that we've seen. So a big reflection exercise there. And then the next part of things is obviously then starting to look forwards about where do you want to go in 2023 and beyond? Now, I've used a, a very simple visioning tool for a number of years now, and I use it with a, a number of my clients as well. Well, I draw three circles uh, there's an inner circle, middle circle, outer circle, and then I've got eight spokes on the circle. And the inner circle for me is what I want to do in the first three months. And then the middle circle is a year and the outer circle is three years. You can use it in all sorts of ways. The weights intended for use is to have the inner circle as one year, the middle circle as two and the outer circle as three years. But then you have eight spokes, which are the different parts of your business and what you want to achieve. For example, with me, I've been working hard on my uh, survival psychology keynote keynote talk. This is something I want to do a lot more of uh, next year and get out there speaking. But I've also got in my head that I want to do a TEDx talk. So I'll have a, a speaking spoke with things on there that I want to achieve through 2023 and beyond. But that's the way I do it. Whatever it is for you, it's good to actually start to lay out a vision of where you want to be in different aspects of your life and business by the end of the year and potentially three years time. But also really important, I feel, to drill that down into three months. I'm a big advocate of 90 day planning. So I build my own vision, like I said, with three years, one years, and then an inner circle at a high level with the next three months. But what I will have is a three month detailed plan, what I'm going to be doing week by week so that when I come to a particular week, when I start a week, I'll have a look at my plan and look at all the things that I intend to do in that week and make sure I'm allocating time to them in my diary through the week to move them forwards. Or if things have changed a bit, then rejig the plans slightly. But I'm a great believer in 90 day planning. My 90 day planning drives my week by week planning and my daily planning. But it is almost once I've done that visioning piece, it is drilling down into that. So for you, if that kind of approach works, but whichever way, start to have an idea of what the future looks like, where you want to be, and then understand how that breaks down into milestones, particularly those 90-day milestones. And then you can keep a closer track of that. I really strongly recommend 
doing a review. I know we're talking about reviewing at the end of the year, but do a review every quarter at least where you can start to recalibrate reflect on what's gone well during the month what hasn't gone so well where what needs doing still and then start to look forwards again and i I say from my perspective do that every quarter and then start to look forwards in the following quarter for what you want to achieve during that quarter as well and then you need to start thinking about what do you need to do differently to be able to achieve some of this maybe it's a new skill you need to learn maybe it's somebody you need to work with um, either as an employee or outsource some work because there is a certain skill that you don't have and it's going to take too much time and effort to learn it but you need that bringing into your business and into your plans so who do you need to be working with during the year and who do you need to become and what do you need to be doing differently so are there changes that you need to make to be able to achieve the things that you've plotted out Another really important thing, I think, with goals, visions, all these kind of things, 90 day planning is be realistic. There is a cognitive bias called a planning fallacy. And I, I, I greatly believe this in that uh, it is said that. And I, I think it was Bill Gates who uh, came out with this quote that we are um, we don't think big enough in the long term in terms of how much we can achieve, but we always, almost always overestimate what we can achieve in the short term. So the planning fallacy, the cognitive bias of planning fallacy is all about the fact that we plan unrealistically. So for the next or the first three months of next year, remember that you might get ill. There might be a big project comes in. There might be a problem that needs fixing. If you've got employees, some of your employees might uh, go ill. You might lose them. All of these kind of things. And I think we plan based on an ideal picture. And I'm all for optimism, uh, but actually be but realistic optimism. And so when you've started to put your ideas and thoughts and plans down about what you want to achieve, double check and sense check those and think, are they realistic? And then I say, go back to it and start to look at what skills you need to have in place, what people you need to work with, what changes need to be made, what changes need to be made to your systems, to your organisation and planning and all of those kind of elements. So a big piece there. And when you are setting goals for yourself uh, and potentially other people as well, make sure that, yeah, you, you know, you look at that, the, the typical smart model where they're specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, time, time based. But also for me as well, do your best to make them inspirational. If you're setting yourself up to do things that you just feel like you're going to be pushing water uphill, that's a big sign for me that either you're on the wrong path or that you need to be working with other people to farm out those tasks and get them to do them. Do your best, particularly if it's your own business, um, to actually set yourself up with things that you want to do and you find inspiring and enjoyable. Why set yourself up for a year where you already think, oh, God, I don't really fancy doing that. So for me, uh, definitely some exciting things ahead for the year. I said a TEDx talk, getting out keynote talking. And I've also got thoughts on writing a book on survival psychology as well. All of those are inspiring for me. Some of the, the elements of achieving those less inspiring. And I'm going to work with other people to help me achieve those. So two big messages there. 
be realistic with your plans and aspirations for 2023, but also make them exciting and inspirational. Don't you set, set, A, don't set yourself up to fail and B, don't set yourself up to feel like you're going to be pushing water uphill from January and onwards. And we are, uh, and this is my probably my final thought in this is sort of short end of year podcast episode. Remember that we are creatures of habits and we are very much based around our habits and routines and structure that we put in place. So some of the questions in my reflection worksheet, for example, ask the question about what habits have you got in place that are effective for you and you need to build on and continue with, but also what habits have crept in that are not the best use of your time, maybe destructive and maybe cause you some issues. And so I think it's important to reflect on your habits. What do you want to start doing? What do you want to stop doing? What do you want to do more of? What do you want to do less of? So in very simple form, there's four ways of looking at your habits there. I also talk about habits in terms of sharks life boys clouds and sun rays and just to expand on those further the sharks are the habits that you've got into that can take you down that can cause you problems and sometimes these creep back in don't they i find if i go away on holiday uh, sometimes the the good habits i've got in place i lose my way of them a little bit when i first get back and some of the bad habits can creep in as well but I've got um, a number of sharks that can cause me problems. And I'll give you an example of a couple. One of them is watching the news too much. I genuinely believe if you sit and watch the news in the morning, lunchtime, early evening and end of the uh, end of the day, and you do that habitually, it will have some fairly significant consequences for your psychological mindset. So for me, avoiding the news as much as possible during 2023, apart from picking up the important factual developments, is an absolute must. I don't read newspapers. Uh, they are actually not news. It's a manipulation of what is going on. It's a sensationalization, And it is a real big hook into our survival psychology and thinking. The media know this. They know that we are looking out for threats and problems all the time, and they love to sensationalize it. So for me, keeping my distance from the news, apart from the factual news, is going to be a really important one. Also, managing the amount of time that I spend on social media. I spend a bit too much time on Facebook uh, at the moment again, and that's something that I want to readdress at the end of the year and just recalibrate and go in there um, and just spend shorter amounts of time. I think that, again, endless scrolling on social media platforms. Also, for me, and, and probably for you, not the greatest use of your time. So those are a couple of examples of sharks. But for you, what are your sharks? What are your habits that you know can cause you issues and problems? And then the life boys are the habits that can keep you afloat. And some of those are very simple for me. Um, it is couple of really quick examples, daily exercise. So I've been actually sticking to this really well through 2022. My wife and I uh, invested in the Les Mills exercise program two or three years ago now, which is a whole set of um, online exercise classes, body attack, body combat, um, hit training. 
Uh, and although it's um, when it's dark in the morning on a, on a winter's morning, it's not the easiest sometimes to get out of bed before you start work and do a 30 to 45 minute ex- exercise routine. It's a really good life point for us both, actually. I, th- I think that it it not only helps me physically, but it helps me psychologically. I'm also a regular swimmer. So going at least once, if not twice to the swimming bus a week is another good one for me. Another habit for me that's a really great one is reading. So I like to do a bit of reading uh, and I'll mix it around. I've got some business strokes and mindset books that I'm reading, but I also enjoy and really love reading biographies. And so I I do a little bit of reading of both each day and and that's good for me. The other final habit I'm going to mention, which I've talked about before on podcast episodes, is the habit of daily planning. And I can't tell you how important a habit that's been for me over the years. The end of each day, I plan the next day. I know what meetings I've got. I know what tasks I want to achieve. I have a look at whether, uh, and one of the things I do is go down the tasks I've got for the next day and actually look at how much time I think they're going to take and then have I got a realistic realistic plan for the day ahead. Um, so it may well be I've got five hours of meetings and client sessions, and then also I might find that I've got a number of tasks and when I add up the, the estimated time on those tasks, that might be five or six hours as well. And I think, do I have I really got 11 hours in the day to accomplish all that? So it's a good sense check. So I can't tell you how uh, useful it's been to actually do a daily plan the night before. So if you don't do that, have a think about that. Clouds and sun rays really are about more thinking habits. So what are the kind of thinking patterns that you get into that can cloud your judgment and cloud your thinking? And it might be a whole rest of negative self-talk. It might be that you are continually beating yourself up for things that haven't been done all the time. And so be mindful of that. Start to look at the way that you are um, thinking. We are thinking Creatures, it's believed that we have the latest research I've seen is that we have 6,000 thoughts a day for a number of reasons. Often they are more doubtful, negative, pessimistic in nature. So find what's happening with your thinking and start to look at how you can deal with those clouds. And if you want any help with that, more than happy to have a call to give you some pointers and thoughts and ideas. It's something I've worked on a lot for myself and I work on a lot with clients um, through through time and, and the clients that I work with now. And then also, what are the sun rays, the positive ways that you can move yourself into a good headspace? For example, when I go out speaking, I do something called the circle of excellence, which is a big sun ray for me. It's a routine where I go through five different uh experiences that put me in a really great positive emotional state and psychological state before I'm about to give a talk. So the circle of excellence is uh, a nice uh, habit for me in terms of thinking that puts me in a great frame of mind. So there you go. That's just just a flavor around sharks, life boys, clouds and sun rays. They will be unique for you, but it's important that you have a look at this. And I believe at the end of the year at the end of 2022, recalibrate and start to think about where some of those have shifted, where you've lost your way with some of them. You know, the probably know instinctively the things that are good for you and the things that are bad for you. So do some work to recalibrate your habits. So 
on this podcast episode, then we we have looked at the importance of reflection, whether that be free format journaling or going through some structured questions. And again, if you want the reflection worksheet, please drop me a, a, an email or a DM message on LinkedIn. More than happy to share that with you. We've also looked at the idea of setting your direction, whether that be three years in advance, a year, 90 days, but then also drilling down into weekly and daily planning. The more that you do that and constantly change your course slightly, if things have gone slightly astray or there's something new happened, the more likely you are to achieve and be successful in 2022. And then finally, we've taken a look at habits and routines because we are creatures of habits. And it is so important to recalibrate all the time, know when your habits have lost their way, whether that be practical habits or thinking habits and bring things back in the line. I'm going to finish by wishing you a fantastic end to 2022 and a really great festive break and come back with a clear mind, with a plan, with your habit, good habits in place and make a brilliant start to 2023. Do your best to focus on what you can influence and change and not get sucked too much into the big problems that are going on around the world uh, because part of your mindset will be drawn to that your survival thinking your survival instinct which i've talked about a lot during 2022 will hook into those kind of things those threats problems dangers but keep yourself focused on what you can change and influence in 2023 and make it a brilliant year for you and the people around you that are connected with you and any in any way you can impact what's going on in the world but try not to get sucked into all those big problems that you don't necessarily have the ability to influence in a, in a significant way so yeah have a fantastic festive period i will see you at the start of 2023 i'm going to be focusing through the whole of january on optimism and the importance of optimism because i believe that's going to be a superpower in 2023 i think it's always a superpower so i'll be doing a podcast episode daily posts and videos on linkedin so yeah keep an eye out for that and um, i hope that that will give you um, some really good pointers throughout January in terms of keeping your mindset strong, positive and clear as you go through the year. OK, I will see you in 2023. If you want to explore your leadership mindset in more detail, why not complete our free leadership diagnostic at thetonybrooks.com and subscribe to this podcast Join us for future podcasts.